Welcome to a special entertainment edition of Radio Rehab. The movie Blind Spotting comes out today, and I have a special interview lined up for you with Raphael Cassell and David Diggs, the stars and writers of this movie. If you would like to contact us, it's 415 496 9511. Even when we're not in studio, you can email Radio Rehab at gotoproductions.com. On Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. So let me just explain what the town is. For those of you who don't live in the Bay Area, everyone who lives in San Francisco refers to San Francisco as the city. So everyone refers to Oakland as the town. And now it's become something that people just kind of throw in their daily conversations. And I know people on the East Coast have no idea what it means. Oakland is the town. And this movie takes place in Oakland. It's very true to its nature. It's very true to its geography. Uh, It was beautiful. It was shot in Oakland. They're incredibly talented. I didn't tell them anything about my background. I'm not talking about my rehab background. I'm talking about my theatrical background. Because I was nervous and shy and they're adorable and I just didn't. But it was like talking to people I went to theater school with. These guys are so plugged into their theatrical community. If you have taken theater, studied drama, whatever, and you watch the movie, you will pick up on that so intensely. It's amazing. This movie brings theater and stage to film and combines them in a way that's pretty seamless. So check out the interview. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Thank you guys for being on the show today. I'm here with David Diggs and Rafael Casal from the movie Blind Spotting. Um, all work I've been seeing coming up on the news, it's like Oakland goes to Hollywood and it's your face. Not so sure. this movie's yeah, yeah. yeah, this movie's getting like a lot of press on television, which is really cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so how did you guys how did you guys come up with this project? Uh oh, definitely your turn. Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, well, it was really one of our producers, Jess Calder, um, found some of Raphael's poetry videos on YouTube a bunch of years ago, 12 years ago, um, and approached him asking if he wanted to, if he thought that some of that kind of writing um, would translate to film. Had he ever thought about writing a, a film? And they started having that discussion. Um, and a couple years later, I, Rav and I had, were already making music together and working together a lot. And we're probably going to make this movie together if, you know, whether they knew it or not. But um, but then Raphael couldn't make a gig uh, that Jess and Keith were, were hosting at a, a screening of another film of theirs. And so I, I filled in and we all sort of hit it off. And then they suggested to us, would you be interested in making this movie together? And we're like, oh, great idea, guys. And so... <laughs> Um, so we started this discussion and we knew that it was going to be in verse. Um, we knew that we wanted to make a film about, about the Bay area and, um, and we all knew that it would star the two of us and that, that was sort of it. And then right around that time, um, Oscar Grant was, was killed at Fruitvale BART station and, that became what a film about Oakland was about for the next while. That's all. That is what the discussions were. So that became like the sort of inciting incident of our of our film, kind of by default because we were telling an Oakland story. So that's how long it's been in the in the works since that happened. Ten yeah. years almost. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it was based because I noticed like the movie, of course, is really musical. So it's really based on what was poetry before it was actually a screenplay or anything. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think the heightened language was always the spine of it. That's the that's the germ of the ideas. Can we can we put heightened language in a movie when the characters are not aspiring rappers or singers or you know or poets or anything um, in a way that doesn't you know that that functions similarly to musical theater but doesn't break into song. Right? Yeah. We don't go into the, sort of a fantastical version of the world to that degree. It's very subtle. Um, and we, we just like the, con- it's more the condensing of language, of, 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 of blending into more intentional metaphor and then putting it in bar structure because bar structure tells you where the important information is, right? We know that the rhyming word is going to be essential to that line. And we're, we're accustomed to listening to songs and rap music and poetic verse. And so the, those heightened moments, those, those, um, those temple moments in the film are the ones that, that push into uh, verse-driven language. Yeah, it was almost like, I mean, not like musical theater, but it was almost like watching a play. I felt like, like, I felt like it was almost a live experience because of that, because of the verse and because of the poetry. Yeah, I, I think it might also have to do with the shot selection too. There's a lot sort of more shots linger on on people longer and they're a little wider than they are in a lot of indies particularly this is kind of carlos's genius and we all come from a from a theater background so um i I think you get to watch people physically inhabit space more than you do in a lot of films that uh we were just having a conversation with somebody else about this which is why it's on my mind right now it's not really an idea that i had and it was something that someone pointed out to us uh and and in watching the film last night, I said, "Oh, that's that's true." <laughs> but I think that's that's really a, a tip of the hat to Carlos. Um, and mm, we're theater kids, you know. Yeah, we we uh, and we are m- more comfortable just doing the whole scene, right? Than breaking it up. And Carlos is more comfortable probably shooting the whole scene. Mm. Um, and so we leaned on that. We leaned on the things that we that we know or that we're most comfortable with, right? What we haven't done is shot a movie with us as the leads. That's a lot of screen time. Yeah, how was Um, that? I went to theater school too, and I can't imagine being like starring in a movie or or writing it and doing the whole thing that you guys did. It's it's easier when it's your, when your your scene partner is your best friend. I mean, you really can can take a few of the, some of the nerves off. (laughs) Um, You know, because right when they yell cut, my insecure ass can be like, how was that? <laughs> right, and you can How ask him instead of asking like, somebody yeah, you don't know. My, you know, it's such a it's such a hard turn too because I'm. Blah, 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 cut. How was that? How was that good? Was, was it too big? Was it too big? Response <laughs> 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 every time was I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm really in my head right now. <laughs> um, you know, but what we're all you know the the fun part is that we. What's great about a really long-standing friendship, especially our our friendship, is based on artistic respect really we, we we came together because we wanted to work together as artists and that became a 17 year whatever friendship um but it, it's it is grounded in this this phenomenal respect for each other's not only like what you're good at now but like the potential for the what the person can do mm-hmm. um which i think is huge if you believe like the your collaborators have limitless potential as long as they can crack the code of the thing so you're, it's always just like, yeah, that was great. Uh, if you really want a suggestion, I don't know, let's, let's, let's do it this way this right. time. Let's just try that so we have it. You know, but there's, there's, so, there's such a high of play, of getting on set and being able to play. Yeah. And the fun of like knowing the lines and knowing the dynamic and knowing the, 
the the history of the place and the context is like Dick said this great thing to me on the first day when I was having like a God maybe I made all the wrong choices here um, is he's like Rafa you know <laughs> you know this character better than anyone has known any character on the first day of a shoot because <laughs> you grew up here and you know the people that this person's based on and you know you know and you sat with the script and you, we literally just did a page one rewrite like you know this what you you have way more tools trust the tools. You know, and I think that was true in a lot of ways for, for both of us. Mm. We knew these people, we knew the circumstances, and so it allowed us to just play so much in those long shots. And then luckily we had Carlos, brilliant Carlos, who just did me a cut. So the script was the script was basically there, but you guys were free to do the, as much improv as you needed to do to get into I character. Mean, we could have. We didn't improvise didn't. very much at all. Uh, we Turns didn't. out we like our writing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, the play more in the sense of just just live in the in the world and not be hung up on if you're making the right choice or not. Right. We created the fucking thing, so we definitely yeah. are making the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is. So these characters aren't like based on anybody specific. They're just kind of based on everybody that you guys knew growing up. Is that kind of how the characters came to be? Uh, it's a, uh, this is a very nuanced difference, but it, they are composites of specific people. Okay. So like, yeah. A lot of them not, were there last night. So right, very happy right, that, that none cool. of them were mad afterwards. <laughs> they were there on the red carpet. I'm like, was that me? <laughs> yeah, they were there, like, they were know, there after they saw the movie. People yeah. were like, Khan's last name is the same last name as a friend of ours who was there. Like, things like that, you know. But they are, uh, yeah, these characters are like between five and ten actual people squished together. Combined into one. <laughs> yeah. Who did most of uh, the casting and the choosing of the actors besides you guys? I mean, Carlos was heavily involved. Justin Keith Calder were heavily involved. Our our casting director has had a big say in it. Um, but we sat in on everything. It had to be super specific. You know, we, we one, our, we, have, we have our intense desire to make everything as, as true, to, true to the bay as possible. But also the deep fear of letting down the town, you know? Yeah, like, I can see that would be scary. Uh, that person doesn't feel like they're from here. Mm -hmm. You know, we really wanted to feel good. And so everyone's, we had to sit on every so every principal cast decision. Um, and luckily we scored this phenomenal cast of, yeah. you know, Janina Gavankar and Jasmine Cephas Jones. Tisha like Campbell. Gavankar, Tisha Campbell, Wayne yeah. Knight. Yeah. So people who came for the love of the thing and did the work. You know, we always say Jasmine came a few days before she started shooting and like just to pick up the twang of of flat living in, in, in the town, that, that southern draw and that hard R. There's a line where she says, uh, Hey, Colin, you finna smoke with your friend here? Yeah, <laughs> so good. So, so man, good. If you know Jasmine, At, she's so Brooklyn. She's so, so Brooklyn. Like, that is so... Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. You finna smoke with your friend here. here. <laughs> we, were just, we heard it, we were like, God no, damn, that's Almost good. had to cut. Yeah. <laughs> just so proud. So proud. Yeah. Well done. It, I felt like it was so Oakland and I felt like it really captured Oakland um, that I was like, wow, how are they going to get that everywhere? But then I realized like it's just a human experience that happens everywhere. And like it's such a good depiction of the human experience and how like there's not that much space in between these guys. I don't want to say there's not much difference, but there's not much space like between these two people. Like mm. they're just so close together. And I felt like it was a really good depiction of that. 
Yeah. I mean, I think the specificity is how you make something understandable broadly, right? That's the, the most... We don't, when you make something feel, when you try to make something that is about everybody, it ends up being about nobody. But if yeah. you make it about very particular people, um, then all of a sudden you can see something real there and you can relate that to your experience via empathy, which is, you know, what art's about. Right. And you guys were talking about how, you know, the possibilities and the options were endless with you guys working together. Is there another project in the future? Oh, several. So, I mean, we, we, we all we do is sit around and chip away at the 10 other things we want to do. Same, really? Same, same thing we did with well, this. And we've been doing that for, it's not like this was the only idea we had right. for the last decade, right? We've been we had really this shelved for, this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of going to get made. So uh, now the interesting thing is because, you know, for however long a moment lasts in Hollywood, like three weeks, people want to listen to us. So, you know. So we're actually getting people who are excited about making some of these other ideas, which is cool. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to see what's next because I really love this movie. Oh, thank you. So thank you, very much. thank you for talking to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to my interview with Rafi Cassell and David Diggs, stars and writers of the new movie Blind Spotting. And go see Blind Spotting because it comes out today. And you know what? When you're done seeing Blind Spotting, Go see eighth grade. But you know what? Before you see eighth grade, go back and listen to my interview with Bo Burnham, the director of eighth grade and the writer. It's also an amazing movie. Like I said, if you would like to contact us, it's 415-496-9511. You can email radiorehab at go to productions.com. Go see some movies. 